Welcome to the Aquarium Guys Podcast with your hosts, Jim Colby and Rob Zolson. Hey guys, welcome to episode 50. We finally made it, Jimmy. I can't believe I haven't killed you yet. I mean, you you at least spanked me. You you pay extra for that. I'm, I'm your host, Rob Zolson. I'm Jim Colby. And we are humbled to make it this far at all. I mean, we uh, started, what, last September? Last September we started, and we thought, well, if this lasts for a month, that keeps us out of the streets for a while. So some fun facts for you listeners. The episode one that you hear, it has a lot of embarrassing uh, pieces in it because, frankly, we just tried, that was our first trial recording. Jimmy's never sat in any type of like thing that could even been faked as a recording studio. So we sat down, we recorded that, and that, more or less unedited is what we came out with like you know that's good let's just start the podcast that episode one and see how this goes and it was fairly uh family friendly yeah i mean you're gonna hear a couple clips from this in a little bit here but uh yeah that's uh that's literally how raw this podcast came out we had no expectations jimmy and i just had a vision that you know no, we've opened no. on the hobby so long you had a vision no no uh, you had a vision too and the light bulb went off you said great we can put all these trade secrets in sir yeah that, that I, I agree, but you drug me into this. You're darn right. You drug me into this, and I'm just going to blame you for that for the rest of my entire freaking life. So by episode five or something, we decided that uh, this is going to be our outlet to tell what no one else will or that are hiding it because we uh, have a firm belief that the aquarium is uh, aquarium hobbies rotating. And during that rotation, we want no information left in the dirt. So we're going to continually interview experts and give insiders uh view while having an entertaining podcast yeah and and then our our families at by episode five had already decided that it was nice that we were the hell the hot of the house right but on mondays and so we don't know what happens at our house on mondays because it's probably big raging parties and stuff but we're not allowed to go home as long as they have it cleaned up by taco tuesday that's all that matters that's all that matters so from the deepest parts of our heart thank you so much for this podcast and the success it's it's all due to people like you we we really have no uh no one else to thank but our, our sponsors, which has been in the past, you know, Joe Shrimp Shack, Blue Crown Aquatics. And this particular episode is actually sponsored by uh, a gentleman that uh, started out as our fan but has a business of his own, BarnwoodHardware.com. So he sponsored this particular episode 50 so we could get the uh, edits done. So number one, you can go to his website. He has artistically hand-done amenities for hangers, door handles, all kinds of goodies. But he's starting a line of nano aquarium mounts. They're very nice. He sent me one of the prototypes when he was first uh, designing it. They're wonderful on the website. And you can use promo code FISH for some money off of your order. So certainly go to barnwoodhardware.com. And thank you so much, Barnwood Hardware, for sponsoring this whole episode. This whole episode. And we put this together. I shouldn't say we. Rob's put this together. It took him a long, long, long time. And thanks again uh, to Rob for doing all this because he's the, the tech guru of the group. And uh, so this is kind of like the best of that we feel of. And so this whole podcast is about 35 seconds long. 35 seconds long? Uh, more like an hour or 20. Hour tw- you think it was that good, huh? I don't. But that is what we actually had some of our fans help curate this montage that we're about to play oh my lord yeah so you're gonna hear things in context you're gonna hear things out of context and above all else you might even hear jimmy punch me in the throat finally i I would i would love to punch you in the throat but but i think that if we really want to do that we could uh 
maybe we should raise money for like Habitat for Humanity or Make a Wish, and we can do it live on the podcast. And you just want an ice bucket challenge to happen again? Yeah, but you? I'd punch in the throat, and and I would donate like five dollars every time you punch in the throat. So if we our goal would be like a thousand, you'd be dead by the end of the podcast. That'd be great. Instead of a swear jar, it's a hit Rob's jar. That's right, right in the throat. Love it. But guys, certainly uh, listen throughout. You'll hear uh, transitions, and at the end of the podcast, there'll be two uh, never before heard clips, unless you're a, a donator to the podcast. So go to the end of the podcast. You'll uh, you'll find that. And uh, again, it starts. All these clips start kind of more or less in chronologic order. So you'll hear some of our most embarrassing B-rated content from episode one starting first. So uh, my apologies. But hey, if you're looking for normal Aquarium Guys content, next episode will be out here probably in a couple days. We're going to get you a double this week. So... This is a bonus track. This is this our- is our thank you to everyone that's helped us. You know, uh, shout out to Scrap. Shout out to Adam. Oh, absolutely. We could not do this without these guys and the four of us. Uh, shout out to Discord. Yes, and the and, and shout out to our, our our sponsors and shout out to our friends and family who have donated to make this podcast possible. Our whole goal was to have fun and to encourage younger people to get into this hobby. And. Um, we, we, we just did it our own way, and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, suck it. And the biggest shout-out goes out to the comedic uh, jokes about your ex-wife. What? <laughs> you know, I can't believe I haven't gotten a cease and assist yet. You, you figure. I don't even know if she knows about this. No. Nah, well, my kids do, so eventually she will. Kyle, don't share this. Yeah. All right, guys. Again, thank you again. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see you at the uh, 100 mark again. But again, if you're looking for the normal podcast, it'll be episode 51. We'll get right back on track. But again, sincerely from our hearts, thank you. See you at 100. Thanks a lot. They breed on them. And again, the female lays. The male follows behind with the the, silt, sperm. Yes. Come on, this is a fun episode. It's it's jizz. They're, it is. They're going to jizz it, right it, all over just, that shit. It's just a bad porn movie. Just going to blow the load <laughs> all over the thing. That's <laughs> why you collected pickle jars. Yeah, exactly. You sit there and just go, oh, it's going to be a long night. What's Jim doing in his basement with all these blue pickle jars? That's Meth, right. ladies and gentlemen. Meth, yeah. Meth. That's how he's moved on from, from losing eight grand. Is, is that how you do meth? I don't know. I don't, it's blue. That's all I know. Yeah. Blue and it's in a basement. That's all that matters. That's right. Yeah, it's like being constipated for your whole life. I just want a nut, Jimmy. (laughs) I can't do it. I just need to nut. His unit looks like a pencil point. It's it, it's sharp, it, it's thin, it, and it's not that long. See, but, that's why you like angels. You can oh, relate. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas, a, God, a, now he threw me for a loop. I did. I got him unexpected with his pants down. Yeah, yeah. We're, sitting, we're doing this podcast naked. <whistles> yeah. And don't smoke them like you'll find when Googling alder cones. You'll see some like uh, tropical fish people literally like try to light them out. Like, dude, cones, don't do that. Don't don't smoke pine cones. I can't believe I have not to say that shit. Thank you, internet, for exactly. ruining me. Please don't use your hair dryer in the shower, dumbasses. <laughs> Please don't invest in guppies and get eight thousand dollars in debt. The first year. The first year. Yeah, year one. People have donated, and the biggest, just common, basic goldfish I got was 11 and a half inches, and he said that he put it in his Oscar tank to feed 
other um, Oscars, just in a bag that he bought at Walmart. To oh, yeah, feed. yeah. They left this one alone, and it grew up and started picking on the Oscars. It he, became he needed, their friend, yeah. He needed to make it go away. So he donated it and said, if not, I'm just going to flush it down the toilet. I'm like, I'll, I'll take it. So this is a really weird deal. It wasn't pond season, and I had a giant fish that pet stores wouldn't take. So I just listed it on Craigslist. I made, I went on uh, my computer, on Photoshop, and created a certificate of badassery for <laughs> Bubbles the Goldfish. Bubbles? Bubbles the Goldfish. Not a stripper. Not a stripper. That uh, I figured that would be the, the best title. I didn't want to call him Cinnamon the Goldfish. That's right. Number one, you'd spell it with a Y. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so I made a certificate of badassery certifying Bubbles the Goldfish, and I also wrote up a whole story of how you know he, he came out of this hellish life, living with predators his whole life, and then grew up to beat their asses. And I put on there that I have to find a specific person worthy of purchasing Bubbles the Goldfish. Beg and me for this badass. I put on there that Bubbles the Goldfish and the framed certificate of badassery would go for no more and no less than $10.12 in strictly change. <laughs> a can. Why is, why $10.12? A can of beef ravioli. Yeah. Chef Boyardee, not the generic no, crap No, not that crap. A 20-ounce bottle of Diet Mountain Dew. I am a diabetic. You are. And a framed picture of Betty White. <laughs> I had somebody message me within 20 minutes of the post saying, I'll get what you want. All right, all right let's meet up. And sure as shit, they delivered. I had a framed. It was like an 8 by 10 of Betty White in a framed photo. Oh, so that's where that came from in your bedroom. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly where that, that came from. That story just came full circle. Full circle. Full circle. That, hey, before I leave, can I borrow that tonight? I, <laughs> all yours. Oh, I need my, it back. I like Betty White, man. I need it back. She is, she is badass, Betty White. So off topic. You know, you have oh, we got off topic again. The three hottest women of all time. You know, you got uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes, right? yes. That's number three. Okay. Margaret Robbie, right? Okay. She's off the Suicide Squad. Yes, okay. right. I'm with you. And then number one is Betty White. So, how long did it take it to get them up to size? I mean, do they grow fast or they they grow slow? I'm not gonna lie to you. People loved them so much when they saw them. I sold them all when they were young. <laughs> oh, so you just abandoned them like a bad father. People offered me cash. I can't look at those things and not say, like, no, cash is beautiful, innocent bills that need to be in my wallet. That's right. And they all fold up so nicely so in your wallet. So nicely. nicely. And they the smell like a cheap dinner at Denny's. <laughs> I had a little incident with the Secret Service one time when Bill Clinton was in town. And that's a whole nother podcast. But uh, I'm writing this down. Yeah, you should write that down because that is a fantastic story. I was at the airport one time. I'll just give you a little heads up. I was at the airport one time and I drove around these two black SUVs that were just kind of sitting, talking to each other. And they came pulling up on me and said, what are you doing driving around our roadblock? And we're in a rural area where people pull over to the side of the road and talk to their neighbor all the time. And I mouthed off and got in some trouble with the Secret Service because Bill Clinton was in town. And yeah, it's... That's a 15-minute story. It's where you tell him you're Monica's cousin? <laughs> no. No, but here's the highlight of the story, is that these numbskulls that that jacked me up, and I was having a bad day already, and I mouthed off to them probably way too much than I should have, and I thought to myself, as I went home, and I still have it, I still have the Secret Service card 
that they gave me. Because they, they came rolling up on me and going, what the hell are you doing? I go, who are you, you morons, you know? And uh, then they whipped out the, the, the cards. And, and the deal was that President Bill Clinton at the time was coming into Fargo, North Dakota to speak. And they were there securing the area. And he was going to arrive the next morning. The, the two guys that jacked me up, and I and on the way home, I thought, I, I'm probably going to get audited this year. I'm probably going to have the IRS crawling up my behind. Um, You're lucky you didn't have two fingers up your ass. Yeah, I, exactly. So anyway, these two knuckleheads then were staying at the local motel. And here's the reason I know that is because it made national news. <laughs> Wait, you made national news? No, they made national news because they these two Secret Service guys went into the hotel and, and they stayed there and they were very rude to the help. And they got drunk, then proceeded to go up to the room and they left a briefcase with the president's itinerary in the goddamn booth that they were sitting. No shit. Yes. And and the reason I know this is somebody that I, I know, his sister worked there. She was part of this. And this comes directly from his sister. And she was there. Robs and like I said, these guys were jerks to the staff, to the wait staff, and to the bartenders all night long. So the waitress is cleaning up at one o'clock in the morning because the bars close up here at one o'clock in the morning. She goes, I found this briefcase. It's not locked. They open it up. There's President Clinton's itinerary. And they're like, What's this? And they went, This is not good. So they said, Well, I'm gonna run it back up to their to their room. They said, Screw it. These guys have been jerks to us all night. So they called the FBI, and the FBI came out, got it, went upstairs, woke them up, and they all got to fly home early the next day and lost their jobs. Oh, boy. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a story than that, but that was, yeah, kind of fun. And i just like to put out, that's all just because you had to pick up fish. Yes, and I drove around the roadblock, and I was having a bad day, and I mouthed off. I, so, love, I love America. God bless America. So you got your fish home. Let's get back on track. We, we you know, I wish Betty White was with me, but that's another podcast that we've already done. <laughs> So you, you come back to your facility, you open up the boxes, especially when these ones are come the transshipping, they'll have the box. They'll actually have a bunch of newspapers there for insulation. Newspaper is a wonderful insulation, keeping the boxes warm in the winter. My kids used to come down when they were probably 10, 12 years old, and they've always wanted to look at the newspaper because all the Sri Lanka, Malaysia, they've always got naked women pictures they do i i confirm this because I've, I've got a couple boxes with you they still have nudies on them. yeah yes. and, and and so anyway my my ex-wife would come from cleaning the bedrooms of my children and go look what i found in their room now i think there's rats no <laughs> no they just they like nude clippings yeah i have two boys and they would both uh like to have unpack fish So is, is Betty White off the table? I mean, can I not hammer on? Because I can, I can hammer on your grandma. I can oh. hammer on Betty White. And, and I'll... I feel like we need a better word choice than hammer on my grandma. <laughs> I really do. And the thing is, is uh, I got to know Adam's grandmother uh, very, very well over the years. And uh, All right. So then it's just my grandma left up for grabs. We <laughs> got to meet her, I guess. Yeah. That's what we got to do. I, I loved Adam's grandma. Yeah. She was very sweet. She'd buy us lunch. She would. Hashtag Taco Tuesday. All right. <laughs> and, you know, Jimmy can relate. You know, when he's in the mood, he always wants people somewhere close by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's why I'm usually trying to get it on, like, you know, at Walmart. Denny's, yeah. Denny's. Yeah. Perkins, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag $16.99 breakfast. All right. Oh, Lord. Here we go right off the tracks again. My goodness. <laughs> 
Well, you know, technically the arowana that you fed your red tail catfish. <laughs> That's hybrid, still funny. Is a dither fish. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wish you could be here in this room, Adam, and just watch Rob's just turn four shades of purple and then a little green, and then he's biting his tongue and he's shaking. To be fair, I had nothing but a salad tonight, and then I had a big piece of chicken. So it's constipation. That's what it is. <laughs> I could I could sense that. I could sense the irritable ball syndrome happening. He would butcher them, grind them into burger, and sell them to the local Hy-Vee store. I'm not sure how. How do you get he away with that, that these days? Yeah. I think at this very moment we have now lost the vegan cyclist as our fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now decorations. So before we get into decorations, there's these cool things at Walmart that you wanted to talk about. The traditional, what would you say, treasure chest bubblers? Oh, gosh, I love those. When I first got in... Everybody. Every, well, go ahead, Adam. No, 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 go ahead, Jim. You're going to say everybody hates them? No, I. they're not my cup of tea, but everybody likes them because they think it's the coolest thing in the world to have them. Yeah, I think they're really lame, too, but I just like to get Rob's going. But, you know, the, the treasure chest that you see in there, I used to have one of those treasure chests, and it would chop the head off a fish about once every three months. It's, I swear to God, the, the little treasure <laughs> the little treasure chest Seriously? Would, yeah, I'm, I'm not dead serious. The little treasure chest I would have, pop up and just, just chop his, I mean, just, it's hilarious. Okay, so. I, not, I have that, like something like that. I'll buy it's it like, from you, Mr. Pickle. So before you go too far, I'd like to point out that, you know, Jimmy's not a young man anymore. And the treasure chests that he has probably were made out of lead. And they were literally <laughs> slashing heads off. The ones they sell now have smooth edges and are plastic from Walmart, sir. Engulfed hole. People don't understand how big those mouths get uh, go open. Kind of like red tail catfish drops. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, Rob, let's talk about your red-tailed catfish that ate your iguana. Yeah. I think this is where I insert the uh, bite me statement. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever hear this, yeah. Julie, about, you know, that, that remember that really nice iguana that Rob bought from you? Oh, God, no. Really nice. For, uh, yeah. And it was cheap, too, as well. How much was it, Rob? I don't want to talk 300 about it. 300 bucks? No, no, north. Oh. North a lot more than that. Like four, $500? It was more than that. More than $500? Anyway, I think there was six... The uh, six seventy five a piece. So Rob buys oh this fish arowana, which he's in love with, and he puts. Julie loves me. She yeah. uh, she cashed in a she, she cashed, cashed in my favors. Yeah, because she knew he had a red tail catfish <laughs> in the same damn tank. The red tail catfish was a rescue. I got him after the fact. He was literally half the size. He swallowed him whole. Swallowed his arowana whole. You know, Rob gives me some yes. crap about. Uh, I, I love Amazonas Magazine, and uh, I get it digitally also, and I give it to him digitally, and he goes, well, why wouldn't you want it digitally? I said, well, I, I like holding that in my hand, just like I like buying music and holding that album in my hand so I can look at the liner notes and things like that, because I'm a big music fan, uh -huh. as, as everybody knows, and stuff, and so it's just, um, I think it's because of my age that, that I like that, uh, I like having the books. I know Adam likes having the books, too. So yeah, for, I'm not that I'm not that old, and I like the books. I collect the old books, especially because that has all kinds of stuff in them that you don't know about. Right. Yeah. So just to paint you guys a picture, just for the listeners, um, Adam and uh, Jimmy both have like you know these hip holster phone things. So just to give you an idea of what a luddite they I are. I do not have a hip holster phone. <laughs> I do, and my kids call it my old man holster, and then I punch them in the throat. I just. <laughs> But they're adults. They can take it. I just wonder, what situation do you need that you have to have it on your side? Like, wah! Well, I was kind of hoping that 
that uh, it would help. My, uh, when I go to rock concerts, I'd like to drink beer, and I always like to think that this radiation on my hip will help my kidneys function better. So when I'm <laughs> drinking beer, you know, or maybe I'll when I go to the bathroom, it glows in the dark. I don't know. Uncle Jimmy, is that your pacemaker? Yeah, but you know, so many people give me crud about about my holster, but but I've not. I broke one phone in my entire life. How'd you break that? It came out of my holster. Did your giant catfish <laughs> eat it? <laughs> no, my giant catfish did not eat it. But you know, my my, uh, my kids, my wife have all dropped phones. Uh, that uh, my wife, uh, I think I can say this. She has a kind of a Jennifer Lopez butt, and she puts her phone in her back pocket. It, yeah, as she walks away, her phone just swings back and forth with her, her little behind, and it, it just pops out of her back pocket and lands on the floor. And I go, why don't you put it, you know, in a holster? She goes, because I'm not old like you. The best Florida story I've ever heard, and yes. I don't know how, how close this was to uh, Julie. I hope not. I, I'm pretty sure it was Miami. They had the, um, yeah, it was, the Miami Zombies. So apparently, during the bath salt craze, because people figured out that they could actually use bath salts as drugs, they had a few people that got super high out of their mind and were chasing people down streets, and apparently one guy passed out, and they caught someone ripping apart someone's skull and... I remember that. ...trying to eat their brains. Yes. It was a horrible, horrible story. They tried to talk to the person, make him stop immediately to try to save the person uh, the person he was quote-unquote attacking, and they just had to, he wasn't responding, they had to straight shoot him. So ever since then, uh, that summer at least, people were freaked out that there was actual zombies, but all they tested for was bath salts. So they had some kid that uh, had a terrible sense of humor and decided that he was going to dress himself up with uh, movie uh, theater quality people and dress himself up as a zombie and chase people around Miami. Only in Florida. Only in Florida. And then what happened to him? Uh, he almost got shot. <laughs> he did. Oh. He om- they have it on video. Like the guy pulled out a uh, gun on him. Like just crazed people reaction because they actually the believe zombie. Person. What's that? Orlando had the clown person. Oh, I've not heard. Tell had me about guy. There was some guy dressing up as a clown that would just stand in certain areas and then like disappear. Nope. Dead. He wouldn't do anything, but he nope. would like just scare people. Nope. Dead. <laughs> Adam Adam has a he's he's got a clown phobia. Well, see that's yeah. why they shoot movies in Georgia because they can't do it in Florida because people think it's real. <laughs> exactly. So for those that don't know or haven't <laughs> watched what? the Ohio Fish Rescue uh, videos, uh, Rich has the best. The best. The best mullet I've ever seen in my life. It makes Billy Ray Cyrus look like a pussy. Joe Dirt is jealous. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is, uh, Jimmy, what do you, do you, what do you got there, Rob? You got you quit. Will you quit staring at my tits already? Hey. I know I'm wearing this new Aquarium Guys T-shirt, and I know you're jealous because you need to buy yours tonight. Do I have to buy mine tonight? You do. The uh, I'm just gonna I have to buy mine tonight too. I'm just gonna wait for your mom to buy me one like she bought you one. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Slam! <laughs> Get up. See, I think the next uh, today we're, we're gonna release the podcast tonight. It is Wednesday. I think you have tomorrow's the last day of 15% off. You certainly go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com. On the bottom, you'll see the merch store. We have a bunch of different choices. And again, I did make a terrible promise uh, a couple podcasts ago that if we get uh, 20 different people um, purchasing from the store, not 20, 20 total items, 20 different people purchasing, that I'd take pictures in an Aquarium Guys crop top. Oh, so, 
Still on. <laughs> as much as I regret it, I will do this. R- Robs is a large gentleman. He's he's. Well, are you six two? I am six three. Six three. Three hundred fifty pounds. That's a whole lot of man. <laughs> oh my goodness! You're a little bit bigger than me. <laughs> I just need the mullet. That's what I need. You you know what I. After we get off this, I'm going to call Billy Ray Cyrus make fun of that pussy because he doesn't have a decent haircut. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, back in the day, I got to meet Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, I used to work for a grocery store for years and years and years, and we had a thing. Our event here is called We Fest, and it's the largest music country festival in the nation at the time. And Billy Ray performed. I delivered backstage, and there's Billy Ray and Trish. Um, and this was in the mullet days. And he had two little kids with him. I imagine one of them was Miley. And I probably should have ran her over, I guess. I don't know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so I got it. then you hit it like a wrecking ball. No, I'm not hitting it like a wrecking ball, you douche nugget. Douche I, nugget. <laughs> that is a new one nugget. for any wow. podcast. That's, 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 that's a new one. But that's any, going into the Christmas end of your clips. There montage. we go. <laughs> But uh, uh, Billy Ray, you know, he he was rocking the mullet back then. I don't know if he's still doing it or not and stuff, but Rich has got some fabulous Fabio-type hair. Check it out on YouTube. These guys have got a bazillion, is it a bazillion? Probably more, different videos on there, and uh, <laughs> and they often make fun of themselves and, as, as like we do. So it's a lot of fun. See, Check it out. We're just happy that Jimmy does fish because he clearly can't do math. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> How much you put in there? Uh, ten milliliters. Just put a cap. <laughs> ten milliliters. Just take. Just, a, just put the cap in. Take a, take a swig out of the bottle and shut up. <laughs> Our event is we have these uh, county fairs. Minnesota, I, I'd say above <coughs> any state, probably Minnesota, maybe Wisconsin. We're known for all of our weird festivals for no apparent reason. We make stuff up just to get we, have a party. Just to give you an idea, yeah. we have a town next to us called, and when they have this 20 years of doing this of a testicle festival, they you know chop off all the uh, the calves' balls and <laughs> the freeze testicle them. Testicle festival. Yes. It is. <laughs> they deep fry them, mince them up, and you have a big old platter of balls to eat, and that it's a big big to do around here. So and then you drink some beer. Minnesota's filled Crazy. with weird, obscure bizarre. You want bizarres. to go to the Minnesota Testicle Festival? Hell yeah. Hey, we will. Girl, like- honey, you can have all the balls you want to eat. <laughs> Gobble them right up. Yeah. You know what? We're, we're going to set you up. We're going to send you a big plate of balls. We're, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna get a big old bucket of balls, and I'm going to just leave them on your doorstep. It just happened. It was <laughs> September. Guys, I think I got to go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we got all night, man. <laughs> Oh my God, we're lifting an eight foot tall biofilter and we're, we're, we're going to put it into our pool because this came out of uh, Aquarium Adventure when they closed down. So we carried it home and we don't want the bacteria to die. So we want to set it up as fast as possible. So here I am, I'm carrying my side. It's about 150 pounds. His side's about 150 pounds because it's full of uh, K1 media, the whole eight foot. It's two foot by two foot by eight foot. And it's heavy as can be. So I'm carrying my side. I, I get over the little pool. It's about three foot tall. It's 14 foot long by seven foot wide and three foot tall. I, I get over it and I get into the water and I start pushing the fish back and I start walking backwards. Well, Josh gets over with one foot and then his other foot. And now we're into the pool. 
and I'm wanting to walk back about another eight foot. Well, Josh stops walking, and I'm trying to pull him. I'm like, Josh, quit messing around. And I'm trying not to swear here because what I said was swear words. <laughs> quit effing around is what I said. Nubs. So, uh, and, oh and Josh is like, Dad. And I'm like, what? Boy, come on, quit messing around. He's like, Dad. And I'm like, what? He goes, a fish has got me. And and he's like doing this dance thing now. Got me where? Right. I'm like I'm like what the what the f? You know? What do you mean a fish has got you? He goes, Dad, a fish is biting me, and he's still doing this dancing s thing, <laughs> and he's moving around. And I look over, and sure as shit, there's a four foot alligator gar done bit his foot. He's got his bottom jaw under his foot and his top jaw on the arch of his foot. And the thing is shaking left and right. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, at this point, I then realized my son is a god. I mean, if that was me, I'd have screamed and let go of the damn filter. (laughs) My son is like, Dad, the fish has got me. And he's shaking. You know, the fish is shaking him. I mean, it's like, holy shit. This was crazy. <laughs> My son is a beast. Uh, You're I, a man. I am so glad he didn't have you by the crotch, Josh. I was just <laughs> this whole time. I'm. I, he said he's shaking you, and I'm just like, "Where's the fish got you?" My God, if, well, that was a great story. If you, man. Up, you, if you got me by the crotch, my name might not be Josh today. It might be Jacqueline. <laughs> His name um, was Ted. Ted, yes. Ted, Ted the hot dog man. gallon tank that uh, was out, outdoors at the time. And he had some huge fish, 19 huge catfish. Well, his tank broke open, and he was giving them away. It was on monsterfishkeepers.com. And I, I just sillyly put on a, a, a post, I'll take them all. <laughs> and... And, you know, people were like, you know, they were jumping on it, and he was, like, all for it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was kidding, you know. And next thing you know, I I bought a box truck for $2,400. We built an 800-gallon uh, uh, two-by-four wood tub with a liner in it. And then my son Josh, my son Richie, and the guy that worked for me at the time, Ricky, drove straight through to Washington and it was 72-hour drive there and back, supposedly. It took like 90-some. But they made it there. They collected all the fish. They got them all into this tub. And now my idea was, well, if we're having three drivers, we can drive straight through because I'll put a piece of uh, plywood on top of this big 800-gallon tub, and we can put a mattress on top of there, and then somebody can sleep while somebody's driving. What the hell? <laughs> oh, oh dude, it was it was a great thought. Check OSHA approved, yes. My lord. Now, now check this out. Here, here we go. My son Richie's driving. Ricky's in the passenger seat. Josh is in the back. Now they're using Prime. Have you ever smelled Prime? Smells like ass. <laughs> There's another sponsor we should go after. It's a great product, and it works great. You know, it takes the chloramines, chlorines out of the water, but it does smell like ass. Straight sulfur. We're we're doing 800 gallons of it. Here's what we didn't take into consideration. My son is locked in the back of a truck 
with a 800-gallon tank full of prime and 19 four-foot fish that are being aerated, and the air bubbles are busting and shooting the prime up into the air. And, and so my son Richie pulls over at a gas station to get gas, and he comes in the back, and he unlocks the door for Joshie to get out. Well, Joshie was sleeping back there. And or passed out. I was gonna say passed out or dead. <laughs> and and he goes and he gets a whole you know truck full of fresh air. Well, he gets up off of this concoction, this bed, this this box, and he gets one foot out of the truck, and he passes the f out <laughs> and falls down the rest of the, the the truck, you know, bumper and steps and everything to the ground. Well, everybody there, around there, they were like, oh, my God, this kid is drunk. And it's clearly he's underage. So they call the cops on him. Oh, no. Now, mind you, my son Richie and Ricky are in the store. And they're getting Tostitos. They're getting chips. Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy's. And, Beef know. jerky. <laughs> By the time they come out of the store, they paid for their gas. They come out, and there's cops and, like, a crowd around the back of the truck. And they come walking up. They're like, what's going on? Well, the cops grab them and throw them to the ground. They handcuff them. They they throw their, their snacks everywhere. What state was this? And this was, Washington. what state was that, Josh? Washington. It was Washington. Washington State. So, you didn't even get out of Washington now, now, before now, you got high? You, these poor kids are getting arrested for rescuing fish. And now they're on the ground. They're getting handcuffed. And everybody's around like, they should, they should. They should die because they got this child, this this kid, drunk. And shoot him. The cops made the Joshy take a breathalyzer, and he passed. He wasn't drunk. He was passed out from prime. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the that, best. Yes. That, yeah, that was a great. <laughs> so we got to contact the people that make prime. Everybody got released, and they drove away. With your hosts, Jim Colby and Rob Zolson. Oh, what? Hold on. I think we're getting some interference. I'm... One second. I, 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 think, I think we have a problem here, ladies and gentlemen. Jim, what the hell is that thing in your mouth? I got my birthday gift from my wife. Okay. Who gets a didgeridoo for a birthday gift? Me, man. I got a didgeridoo. You know, I've seen, you know, let's take you out to dinner. Let's go to the movies. You know, let's... Lame. But a didgeridoo. I thought it was a sex toy when you brought it in. <laughs> it is pretty large. And in charge. And in charge, yes. Um, we were uh, we went to a rock concert not too long ago. Uh, we saw a band called Like a Storm that opened up for Ozzy Osbourne. And then we were uh, lucky enough to have them come to our our uh, local facility nearby in Fargo, North Dakota. And we went to their show and they play a didgeridoo during their hard rocking act. I mean, they are a hard rock band. And we got invited on the tour bus with them and talked to them for what, about 45 minutes, I think we we're on the bus. And anyway, um, we were able to order a didgeridoo for, direct from them. So they made it for us and they sent it to us in the mail. And so I have a Like a Storm didgeridoo and I'm rocking the house. So, well, if I'm doing the math correctly, does that mean that when you go to Madonna's farewell, farewell concert, you're going to buy a bra? 
<laughs> some cones. Just, yeah. just some cones. Just some big cones, yeah. All right. Well, I am your host, Rob Zolson, and the other gentleman sitting across from me is... Hey, it's Jim Colby here, having a good time. Just digging the do. Digging the do. Digging the do. Adam is also with us. Adam, My help guys. me. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with him. I'm for like five, six hours away. See, this is this is the pain of being in the uh, in the the actual studio here, but uh, we 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 do what we can. So uh, hopefully, maybe we can get you uh, practiced on that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn to play. I don't know if you probably didn't catch it, but I don't know how to play it. I thought it was a dying moose call. It could have been, you know, if there's a, could be some moose out in the backyard going looking for love in all the wrong places. But that's a whole other country music story. All right. All right. One more tangent. Uh, we're in Minnesota Vikings territory, right? And I don't know if you ever heard or listened to a Vikings game, but you'll hear in the background when they score a touchdown. There's this yeah. giant Nord horn. And I thought that's what he was going to do tonight. That I was... Mine's too small. It is. That's always that's, that's always been the that's case. That's always been the case. <laughs> Mine's too small, and it's not big enough. But, you know, this didgeridoo, I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to learn something, and maybe I'll do some solos later on, you know, if we have some requests. <laughs> message us, guys. AquariumGuysPodcast.com. <laughs> On We're going to have a 20-minute dirigeridoo solo, I already can tell. Oh, my God. All right, you have to play the kazoo or some shit, Adam. That's Okay. Then we'll get one of those monkeys. The triangle. And I'll just fart in the <laughs> mic. <laughs> you know, and let's get one of those monkeys with the cymbals, you know, those that, that, that just bangs the cymbals. Let's get one of those monkeys, too. We oh don't boy. have to pay them. This I podcast is degrading now. Yeah. All right, AquariumGuysPodcast.com. At the bottom of the website, we have our email address and telephone number. You can call and leave us a message so we can play it on air and request that Jimmy never play the didgeridoo again. It's up to you. But uh, you, I, I'm right here. I, I, I can hear you, and I have feelings. All right. We, uh, ear, uh, hearing check is complete. We can right. mark that on off the list. One done. One done. What I heard, and I'm very excited, I want to do a shout-out to my friends. This week, it's it's uh, the 50th anniversary of the gang from Sesame Street, so I want to say hi to Bert and Ernie. Oh, my God. And Cookie Monster and all those guys. I'm just really excited about this. Where, where are you? Where are you now? Yeah, but, but you know, here's the problem I have with Sesame Street. I watched it as, as a kid. Yes, there was TV when I was a kid, Rob, so don't sit there and nod your head that I didn't watch. No, no, it was just started in Living Color was the advertisement. Oh, bite me. <laughs> so... It, <laughs> So when I'm when I'm watching listen to this and stuff, I'm thinking, you know, what would what would make this more realistic is let's update let's update this whole Sesame Street thing to 50 years old. Let's let's make them their age. So I'm going to come up with a new Sesame Street thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the whoa whoa whoa. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. So what what they're gonna do, right? Just let me let me guess on this one. What? Right? So you're gonna see like Bert and Ernie as an old gay couple driving in a car on Sundays real slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to see, like, Cookie Monster, fat, like, uh, William Bar- uh, Bradford, well, saying, with talk about diabetes. Well, diabetes, yeah. Right. Exactly. So I, I want to make this a reality show. You know, let's, let's the, you know, we all know the Count, right? The the, the vampire-looking dude. So so he's been diagnosed with OCD, you know, and, and he's now suing the Big Bang Theory because he just now realized that they stole his identity and gave it to Sheldon. And so I, I, I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, and like you said, Cookie Monster, we're going to give him diabetes, you know, I uh, got to give you more homework because clearly you have all this free time. I had four hours of driving. Today. I had a lot of stuff. You know, oh my god! I, I want Big Bird to break a hip. I want him to be in the Big Bird house. You know, well uh, he would be he in the sanitarium because he has that imaginary friend. Oh, oh this oh, is this oh, is degrading very fast. So, so the stuffalophagus, they put him on antidepressants. You know, stuff like no, that. No, no, he's imaginary. 
Staphylococcus is not imaginary. We all can yes, see it. Yes, he is. Oh, all right. I'm gonna reel this back into no, the, the, the Oscar, podcast here. Come on now. I, I just have I have one more. All right. We finally discover why Oscar the Grouch is a Grouch. You know why? Ebola. <laughs> He's not <What>? been laid. <laughs> wow, you guys are evil. No, we finally find out that 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 what happened is that his uh, his wife had an affair with 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 Cookie Monster and uh, diabetes. Yeah, from diabetes. And then his wife and kids left him, and then he, he lost his job and he lost his his mortgage on his garbage can, and now he's living in a cardboard box down by the river. I think this thing would just be score big on TV. I think the kids would love it. All right. Well, I know now to give you more homework My kids during would the week. Not like it. <laughs> Your kids. Are you the one that took away all the candy from the kids last week, Adam? Dad tax is not stealing. I've been in the wholesale business uh, many, many, many years, and I've dealt with the, the flipping airlines for, s- and, and I'm not going to badmouth the airline. It, it rhymes with schmelta. It does. It does. Okay. Thanks <laughs> for saying it. I'm here for you. Oh, man. And I was just, <laughs> Rob's and I were just went up to uh, schmelta on Monday and picked up a, a load of stuff. So it was pretty cute. I went in there, right? Lo- they look at me and then they look at Jim and have a completely white face all of a sudden. And they call him by name, which no airline associate does. We'll get your package right away, sir. I'm like, what happened? There, I had an instance here about three months ago. I got there. They said, well, the person that does cargo went home early, and we can't give your stuff till tomorrow. And I'm sitting there with $3,000 worth of stuff. I lost my mind, and I made her cry. Uh, I, I made her cry. I, she deserved it. Good. I made, good. Her, I made her cry, and um, then the, the manager came, and then the security came, and I told Barney Fife, the security agent, that he better get more help because I'm going to lose my effing mind. And uh, Barney Fife is old and small. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. Um, they finally got me my stuff, and now the last 10 times I've been in there, they've gotten me out pretty darn quick. First name basis. Yes. And, yes. And she doesn't cry as much. I, Oh yeah, I've had uh, know what you're talking about. They don't I wanna, care. They do not care. Oh, uh, I hate. Oh yeah, I hate. They. I had about 25 boxes, and it looked like someone played hockey with the tow motors. I was so freaking pissed. And they give you the runaround. I email and you do all this stuff, and and they just it's a long drawn out thing until you finally give up. I mean, I had like six, seven hundred dollars in shipping. Oh. And uh, it's it was oh man yeah you don't get me started on that shit man <laughs> I, I I had I picked up a box one time that and it's and, and you're gonna back me up on this Dave I know you are the the fish that are dead are always the most expensive thing that you ordered every single time Frickin', and I had Murphy Murphy's Law yes and I had a box with a hole in it one side and out the other and they go yeah it came in like that. And I says, that's funny. It matches your freaking forklift tying perfectly. As I stood there and put the fork, you know, the box up to the forklift tie. Right. And this is back before 9-11 when I actually could go in the back of, of Schmelta Airlines. Not anymore. Can't go back there anymore. And anyway. Nope. Um, Not unless you help them with a dead body. Yeah. And yep. uh, son of a gun, if it didn't take me, and I'm not kidding you, it took me about 120 days to finally get paid. And it, the one bag of fish, and it was about $180. And I wasn't going to let it go. I just became rabid at that point. And I thought, you know, if I have to go out here and, and steal $180 worth of napkins and, you know, <laughs> from Schmelta Airlines. You tried to do the toilet paper, but they have those lock cases. Yeah. So I you can't. just had to, like, unroll it and then yeah. kind of put it in your bag. I don't blame you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still bitter. I'm, before I die, I'm, I'm, or I'm coming back as karma. Yeah, we're, we're, we're I don't gonna, know. As, as a as a death wish, we're just gonna go in the front and leave a deuce right in the, right in the entryway. <laughs> <laughs> but leave it on the weight 
the, the where you drop the boxes, whatever you weigh your box when you walk in. Just right. go one right there. Squat a pop there. You want to weigh out that turd right there. <laughs> Excuse me, am I overweight, ma'am? Let, go ahead and just take some off for me, why don't you? You, you know what? We're, we're going to do this because we've had so many people on, on this podcast that have absolutely just hate the airlines. So I'm going down there to take care of his person, and he's going to come up here to Fargo. We're going to get Steve or Bicky to go somewhere else to take. We're all going to go over and just you know repay it's, everybody's debt. for. <laughs> it's going to go on the news. It's like some anonymous right. hack, but it's just everybody's crapping on scales. You don't want your face, you know, if you're <laughs> if you're from here, you don't want your face on the local news, but I don't care about Ohio, let it rip. I don't care. You're <laughs> already on the uh what was it uh, um Secret Service watch Secret list. Secret Service is not it happy. It can't get me. worse. That's, a, that's another story that yeah, the Secret Service does not like me. Right. No, it was just so hilarious because I went in there and, you know, what did you say, Barney Fife? That's the guy you yeah. called him. Uh, he looked over and then saw me because you're, what, five? Five, eight on a good day. Right. I'm six, two, six, three. So I, I, and I'm not a small man either. So I'm towering above Jim and he comes in there and I wear shades. I have an eye condition. <coughs> so I come in a big dude, big black coat, black shades next to the guy that's made the, the gal behind the counter cry. They were, they were definitely staring me up one side <laughs> and the other. Yeah, I wish you had a, a trench coat on because then we could have made the news again. Yes. yes. Lord. And this Anyways, is why I don't I, visit you guys. Yeah. You know, I used to use a trick, and I know Rob's used a trick too. Uh, when we used to have a lot of trumpet snails in a tank, we would take uh, and put a piece of cucumber on a, on a small plate, turn off the light, and then you come back down two hours later and you turn on the light, and, and there's a thousand snails on top of that, and you just take that plate out and throw it away. Could I take a, a, a small net and lay in the bottom of the tank and put some shrimp food in there? Perfect. That's, that's that some, some, some people do that too, so <laughs> wow. go for it. I'm the smartest guy yeah. in the room. I feel good about myself right now. <laughs> and just to let you guys know, we did take all those trumpet snails on the plate and burnt them with fire. Uh, which And they're still alive. <laughs> they're still alive, yeah. Yeah. You, you know what you do is we should just introduce all the trumpet snails to Schmelta. Well, here's what we got to do, right? You, you got a list, right? You have cockroaches, yep. trumpet snails, trumpet snails, and Jim's ex-wife. They're all going to survive the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. She might actually survive the cockroaches and the trumpet snails. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> we're here for you buddy all right to describe the egg harvest process you get adult uh males and females and you actually act, do the squeeze process or how yep, yep yeah so when females uh when they're ready to release their eggs their their bellies are loose um versus tight and if you just physically push gently on the underside of a of a female walleye, her eggs come out pretty easily. So we do um, strip the eggs from each female into a dry bowl, add the sperm from three males, just for genetic diversity, make sure we're not uh, wasting a lot of eggs on a male that may not be able to fertilize them. Um, stir it with a, a feather just to be gentle with them, make sure we've got... Uh, a feather? A feather, yes, and add water at that time. There's no cooking um, spoon? Just there like... is no cooking spoon. Right. We did try silicone basters for a while and some of those new things, but that was just a little rough. So, so you get back like to a... that 1940 technology, we're on feathers. Feathers and poly. <laughs> or quilt batting. <laughs> is it just the, so you go back to the covered wagon right. and then we cover the wagon when we bring them into That's the hatchery right. so yeah and then they have a corn feed in the back of the hayloft yeah you, after they butcher the chickens and steal the feathers no we trade chickens for oh. new materials well, is it just like a, a fake 
plastic <laughs> feather or is it actual like a bird feather? No, it's actually the secondary flight feathers of a goose that work the best. Oh my. So, oh yeah. my. That's how they keep the fungus out of it. It's a little, little goose dusting, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And, and the goose's name is Bruce. His name is Bruce. Yeah. He's really pissed at us all the time. We run, run around chasing him, give me that feather. He doesn't fly so well when we pull the secondary flight feather. Well, and, and, and hence that's why he lives here. Right. Things are Minnesota doing DR. well. Bruce is bald, <laughs> but he's living in back in the garage. Exactly. I just want to start giggling right now because we talk about a python. It reminds me of a customer that didn't know what this was, and she decided to call it something completely different. So every time she'd come into the store, we would just call it that. So you can probably think what we were calling it. Was it the love python? <sighs> the super serpent. It had to do something with a certain word in a pump. Because that's what she called it. She was like, hey, do you have any more of those pumps? And I'm like, we got them right over here. And everybody would look at us. And I was just like. Wang pumps. There you go. Yeah, wang pumps. Wang, wang pumps. Wang chung pumps. So it's it's, it's funny because it's like little little things like that always just bring back good memories and stuff. Like, hmm. Gotta I love customers. Customer. Yeah, I love that customer. It's all right. Um, just so you know, inside joke, I'm going to take a pause here. So Robbie informed us, right, that he's going to be trying to get biological bacteria in a, in a bottle. He's Correct. He's working on that, right? So we've been trying to come up with a name. and we're, Poop juice. We're pretty locked on poop juice. Poop so you got to help us out. Poop juice. Hashtag poop juice on social media. Hashtag poop juice. Yes, and he's it. liking it. Not going to lie. He's trying to trying to see if we can lock that down. Robbie's squirts. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, Robbie, if you end up doing that, I want credit for it. <laughs> Mainly credit on his next order of shrimp. Yeah. That's what he's going send him a bottle of poop juice. Poop, poop juice. juice. Poop runs. Liquid poop juice. Right. So, and we're going to get that mole removed on your butt cheek there, Jimmy. I, You know, when I saw that laser, I, I, I did say to Sean, I said, you know, I spent all this money, you know, on a bisectomy. And I could have probably come over here and had it done for nothing, you know? Yeah. I mean, he is skilled. He has a good aim. Yeah. I, I'm not too sure. You know, if he stayed at a, at a Holiday Inn Express last night, you know, maybe he is a doctor. We don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm going to pause you there. You made this joke a couple times, Holiday Inn Express. I had to Google it. Sure, sure enough, it was a commercial a big meme for a while. So you, you didn't know that. You are you are a skilled memer. You know what? The next thing, I'll, I'll, I'll show you what a phone booth is. We'll go over that again. No, no, they no. even have phone booths anymore? Shut, no, no. Those are for Superman punk. to change in. All right? That's what they're exclusively made for. I don't know what the phone part is for, but we'll get to there. You you young kids know nothing. My grandma had a rotary telephone. Yeah, she probably whacked you alongside the head with it, too. He's so mean. Do you see this, Sean? This is the abuse I have to take on the podcast. Well, I think that's what makes the podcast as good as it is. Yeah. It's right. abuse. And you know, the nice thing about a podcast, you can't see the bruises. So that's true. It's all good. Orange in a sock. If you uh, feel rock in a sock, yeah. If you feel as threatened as I do, go to the Aquarium Guys Podcast dot com <laughs> at the bottom of the website. Call us and just check in on us to see if we're okay. Do you feel safe at home? No. I'm just gonna get this off my chest right now because I know you're gonna make fun of me you forevermore. Are you gonna tell everybody about your your new nickname that I gave you? Well, what is my new nickname, sir? Nubs. So the story behind Nubs is uh, I was ordering some Chinese product. In. <laughs> I decided wow. to get myself high quality stuff, high quality glass plant pots for in the aquarium with suction cups. But when you get stuff from China, it doesn't really have warning labels on it, so it's not my fault, Jimmy. I'm like you, you, like you wouldn't have read it anywhere, you dipwad. Uh, that's that's fair. These are nice. You can look them up. They're like little glass pots with suction cups. I put it on Discord. I put it on our, I believe, our Facebook page. Uh, if not, I can make sure it's on there after this episode. 
But uh, I decided that I was going to try to pull off one of the suction cups because it's really strong on there because I was trying to readjust yeah. it. Yeah, you're a six foot two guy and, and you're trying to pull off a suction cup. What happened? Right. Uh, what happened? So Professor Dum Dum. You can't. With these things, you have to either put the suction cup on direct or pull off direct. You cannot bend to left or right because glass doesn't bend. Glass I doesn't know this. bend. Ah, oh, there's something new that we've learned. Right. So I shattered my hand. and You uh, shattered your hand or cut, cut your fingers? I, I shattered it in my hand and oh, okay. cut uh, down to the bone. That was funny. I right. Laughed. I laughed my head off when you sent me that picture. And uh, so, Rob, my wife and I are at my house, uh, and, and we've got company, and we both get a text from Rob about the same time. And I open it up. Oh, my God. There's his finger and his thumb just bleeding profusely. And he's at the doctor's office having it stitched up. Jen goes, did you see what Robbie just sent us? And I went, yeah, I did. And she goes, thank God he wasn't getting a bisectomy today. I said, yeah, no kidding. It actually happened the day after we released the last podcast. So in my phone, I still had like a lot of favorites and whatnot. So I took pictures, of course, me at the doctor's office getting stitches because I think it's cool. Because I mean, everybody wants to see that. Everybody yeah. wants yeah. to see it. Like, come no. on, what is it? Like, So I have like my hand caked in blood, you know, five stitches in the finger. And uh, I decided to send, you know, pictures to my most immediate friends. And I just like to apologize to Mr. Sean Kramer <laughs> because <laughs> I missent my bloody hands to him as a, a text message. And I just realized this like a few days ago. So uh, my bad, and I need to like go through my phone to see who else got the shockingly bloody pictures. So my apologies, but they are no longer infected. I'm able to use them fully. It, so uh, they just look terrible. I am not Nubs, sir. Yeah, that's your name, offensive. Your, your, your new nickname is Nubs. Thanks for the apology for sending it to me. You don't seem to care that you sent no, it to me. No, no, no. I was having dinner with friends, and I get this picture like, ew. Okay, there's three things in life that you share with your friends, right? A good smell, like a raunched fart. Like, dude, oh, that's terrible. Here, take a sniff, right? No. Uh, you do that with something that tastes terrible. Like, oh, this is awful. Here, you want to try one? No. And you also do is like, oh, my God, what was that you just sent me a picture of? No. That's what friends are for. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a little class later on about etiquette. Well. And, and, and you're going to be my star pupil. As long as the, you know, it's not in a glass container. That's right. When you're pretty, giving me the lesson. So right. it was pretty funny. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Rob's ended up in the ER over uh, Christmas break. And we took off, what, two weeks, right? I think. Over, yeah. You we, did. I, I mean, Adam and I, we, we got back in the studio. We got another podcast coming up here soon that you just slumped up on. That's right, because I was I was making merry, and so that's what I really enjoy about Christmas is I don't have to put up with you two guys. You didn't even make us like a popcorn thing for our, our tree or nothing. You just ignored us. Ignored you, yes. That's perfect. You can't beat Nemo when you set up a saltwater tank for kids. You know what I mean? Right. Every once in a while, my wife and I will stop and, and do a little maintenance for Ty if he's running low and we happen to be in this neighboring town. And we talk about going over there and desliming the tank because it's in a pediatric area where all these kids with runny noses and sweaty hands leave boogers all over the tank like they've been slimed by Slimo from Ghostbusters. And it's, you go in there and with a, a thing of Windex and you clean, you go, I think I got it all. And as you're cleaning it, you look across and there's another three-year-old looking at you through the other side of the tank with snot running down his face with his hands yeah. on the tank. You just want to punch yeah, with him. Yeah, his, with his nose pressed up against the glass while right. you're doing the other side. And that's, that's the point where I punch him in the throat. <laughs> what, if what? only. If only. You know. No. Trailer parks make tornadoes horny. That's what it that, is. That's, that's the one. That's, that, park, that's yes. exactly what it is. That's it. Trailer parks make tornadoes horny. Yes. Or drive to your local store and buy a new one, dum-dum.
No, that. See, we're gonna do it in another episode of you know the, the hobos tank. Hobo know? tank. Aquariums for hobos. That's what we're gonna for, do. Yeah, because you know who doesn't want uh, aquarium in their cardboard box down by the river? It's like find yourself a person that used to wear belts uh, more prominent and get get free tanks from him. Listen, Santa Claus is fat, and he still can scratch a tank with his belt buckle. You know, this is just going south real quick. You're buying me a pony as well next year, right, Santa? No, because there's weight restrictions on ponies. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) And I'm pretty sure when I march out to Clydesdale, you'll take offense. That's it. When uh, Jimmy orders his tank from you, uh, allow me to scratch it first. Yeah, exactly. That way we can just show the audience how easy it is to buff out. But if this is your first podcast you're listening to, I highly recommend going back, you know, listen to them all the way from the beginning. We have a long series of uh, podcasts, even though the first one was a touch embarrassing. You know, I I listened to it uh, here last week and uh, I had some choice words. It was a whole lot of talking about nothing. I said, like, Jimmy, I just want a nut, I think was the best single <laughs> out-of-context line from the first wow. podcast. and so we're still on the air. Imagine we are. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been a great ride. The number one reason we started this podcast is we want to encourage the younger listeners especially to get into the hobby and lose all your money because that's the American way. Right. That way, you know, kids and adults don't have enough money for, you know... For mortgage, <laughs> drugs, you know, stuff like that. Drugs. Drugs. There's always enough money for drugs. You know that. <laughs> if you say so. Is that uh, baby powder on your face? I don't No, it's powdered donuts. There's a little schneef right there and no. powdered donuts? No. <laughs> Got to stay away from the diabetes. Stay away right? from the diabetes stuff. I'm worried about your cholesterol. You got to eat some Cheerios. What? Are you out of breath? Ho- calm down. Wow. <laughs> It decided to choke on a piece of shrimp. It wasn't too big. It just got kind of cockeyed in its mouth, and it just, I could see it choke. Now, when you see a stingray choke, you see that lovely barb, and then you think of Steve Irwin, but then know that it has, you know, toxins or venom on the back of the tail. So I never put my hand in the aquarium knowing this, even though the likelihood of you getting stung is extremely low. I mean, we've seen Joey and everybody else. I'm not that faithful of a man, and I know that I'm going to reach down and try to rip something out of its mouth. It's probably going to sting me. So I'm looking at it knowing that I'm in Minnesota. I've heard these stories about Adam getting stung by fish. And Which I don't want to die. hilarious. Don't so want to die. Not die. So. I didn't die. I decided just to let it choke and die. There's nothing I can do. I have a 24-inch tong. I could poke it. There's you, just nothing I can do. do. I had to sit there and watch my fish die. And then my, my lovely roommate decides to walk up to the tank while I'm basically in tears watching this thing die, trying to figure out how I'm going to tell my wife her... <laughs> Immense amount of money, extremely rare stingray died. How much was a stingray? No, Jimmy, we're not going there. Baby steps, right? Maybe they'll tell in the future when I'm more comfortable with this, right? There'll be Here's a day. my question. Why didn't you have like a tube from the, an intake tube and st- shove that on the tail at any time? That's what I always did with mine. Oh, see, I always had something to shove on the back of the tail so that I was never worried about that part. I was told to do that and just leave it on there while it grows up. But I'm like, why do I have it on there? I'm not going to be touching the stingray. So there's your fun fact for the day. If you want to, uh, you know, wean a stingray into food and you're worried about the tail, put a, put a glove on it. Put a rubber band on it, whatever you want to do to try to protect yourself. But know that it's only a tiny tube protecting you. I am just, I'm just looking at you and just sheer stupidity. Anyways, my roommate wow. comes up to the tank while I'm watching him die. And it's like, what's happening? Why is he doing that? And like, he's choking on food. And then he just sits there and looks for a minute. 
I think that's how you're going to go someday. <laughs> <laughs> With a ham sandwich. <laughs> So you got to put on your suspenders, and you got to measure twice, cut once. That's you know right. What I mean, that's right. This is coming from the guy that I call Stubbs because you cut your fingers off last week. I measured once, <laughs> and I cut twice. Cut twice. Both cut fingers. Both fingers. Both fingers. Down to the bone, <laughs> Professor Dumbass. <laughs> oh, excuse me. That's Doctor Dumbass. Doctor Dumbass. <laughs> Who's next? Well, Adam, do you think Adam's some in that time? Well, I kind of did. Well, kind of tell us. <laughs> what happened, Adam? So, did you fall off your stump or what? Adam didn't do his homework this week. This week. Are you the one drinking this week? Homework, I just didn't do the right one. Oh, that's right. We decided at the last minute to change the podcast. That's kind of our fault. It is, yes. <laughs> so, um... This one time I'm at band good. camp? <laughs> no, not this one time at band camp. God damn, this is Did it get stuck in the in the trumpet? Yes. It was a flute. <laughs> <laughs> and well it was, it was a flute for it. It was where, uh, it was a tin whistle. Tin whistle. This is going nowhere, man. No, it's not. Are we gonna veto you again? So it's gonna happen? No, I don't have anything. So you keep going. I got, I got like two more. Do you have two more? Should we finish off with that? Finish. You one. got two more. Here's I a- had one. Well, get it out. Trying to. So I was doing. I was just starting with fish, and I didn't do a lot of research because this was the early '90s, and <laughs> Law, I just, laws didn't matter. He was listening laws, to Barbie laws Girl. Mattered. It's distracted. Barbie Girl. I'm a Barbie Girl. In a Barbie world. Oh, God. It's fantastic. Will you get your story out, please, Jeepers? Okay. So so you breed these things. Yep. I've got to hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how do they mate? I mean, how are they not getting... Very, very carefully. Very carefully. Very slowly. <laughs> so what he does, just uh, I don't want to give your spoilers <laughs> here, because you have trade secrets. We don't want to give those out. Okay, but, sure. He starts out by grabbing a 80s boombox on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and starts playing You're the Inspiration by Chicago. Oh, yeah. Right. And that uh, that song's right right here. Right here. You're the meaning in my life. You're the inspiration. You bring feeling to my life. You're the inspiration. Yeah, that, uh, that's a beautiful song. That'll get any porcupine going. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Gets them all thorny. Yeah. Now, Adam, what's the biggest tortoise you have over there? Um, that would be the Aldebra, and I think he's pushing two hundred pounds. Wow! Holy crap! the The biggest Salcada hey, I ever saw one. was four hundred pounds, and it took uh, four guy, four full, four full grown men to lift him. Sixty more yeah. pounds, and that's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where I say I'm going to punch you in the throat, <laughs> and actually do it. <laughs> But anyway, Rob's this weekend made some nice strainers for his bulkhead. And to buy them was how much, Rob? Like nine, ten bucks? Nine, ten bucks. And we needed to print about ten or so. And so that's, what, a hundred bucks. And you probably printed them all for, what, a buck fifty, you thought? Probably less than a quarter. Right. So anyway, 
here's somebody that just printed all these, and they're beautiful. I'm holding one right now. And just to let you know, it does look like the, the design I made looks like a butt plug. I'm gonna put it down now. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Just the average hobbyist, when you're buying a net, you want to buy the softest net you can get. Um, I use a white net that I really liked. It's almost like a cloth. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, take wasn't that, that your G string? No, that was not my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you were gone, and you had your son watch your house. Yes. So I contacted your son immediately as soon as you left. I know you and did. And it was wonderful. Because you're we're the... like, how can we prank Jimmy when he's gone? So yeah. we collected a glass. You know what? This is a fun podcast. We collected a glass dildo, and we put it in your tank. And, yeah. And uh, how long did it take for you and your wife to find it? Uh, my wife noticed it in 27 seconds. She didn't put down her suitcase, and she went, what in the hell's in my aquarium? And then, and here's the good here's the good news. Her little discus died, and she blamed you. Oh no! You killed her fish. Yeah, <laughs> I washed that thing vigorously. Trust me. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I don't want to know where you washed it or where you put it in to wash it. But yeah, she oh, no. one of her little discus died, and she goes, "Robbie's nuts are mine." So all right, that, I'll so, have to buy her another discus. Then. So you might want to dodge the bullet when you come to my house and and just duck in case a frying pan comes flying across. That well, she might kick him in the nuts. Yeah, that might be a better idea. Yeah, oh, she no, no. This 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 uh, podcast leans one direction, and that she's going to punch me in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably the first time that I have to pick you up off the floor after my wife knocks you out. So right. In revenge of me killing a discus and putting a uh, you know personable object in your aquarium, you decide that when I leave to go help one of our fine guests in West Virginia to come back and fill my bedroom pretty much 50% of the way, like I mean, up to my up to my nipples high yeah. of balloons. Yeah, I put a little about 150 balloons in there. That was a lot of fun for me. Shame on you. So what I you did, didn't kill any fish. Well. No, but it gets he better. did. We were both sick when we got back because that's what happens when you travel. You get sick. I mean, that's that's the new 2020 thing is you got to get sick when you're gone. So we get back and I decide to use the blue laser that we got introduced to by Sean Kramer on one of our prior podcasts that he uses to burn pests in his saltwater aquarium. So I grab that thing. I put some my, my red glasses on and I start lasering these balloons just popping off my laser beam. And then realize that they're filled with baby powder and glitter, you douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> it was like going to the strip club, wasn't it, Rob? That's not Glitter even. everywhere. One, you shouldn't smell baby powder when you go to a strip club. And two, it was on our beds. No prep, prep work, so I had to take all the rest of the balloons out. We had to sanitize and clean everything because glitter is the herpes of craft supplies. It really is. I thought it was kind of funny because I was waiting for you to say something about the baby powder. I was going to tell you it was anthrax. Oh. Oh, great. There Love you go you. again. Do you guys not understand I am flying in June? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, Adam. This message yeah. not brought to you by Schmelta Airlines. Not Schmelta. Actually, we do have to use Schmelta on top of it. Oh, oh you might want to change your name and maybe put a mask on because <laughs> profiling. Just He's saying. definitely filing for the TSA pre-check right I would, now. I would That's do what's it. happening. I don't know if I even get qualified for that. No, you'll be strip searched. And I mean, they <laughs> basically go on the TSA pre-check. Are you Arab? I'm sorry, you don't qualify. <laughs> and that's because Adam's half Arab. Yeah, exactly. He has all the olive skin. He has, you know, he tans better than us. 
That is his sacrifice as he now gets felt up in airports. I'd pay extra for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. Breeder or grower? Breeder. I start with Endlers. Once I get my fish room going, I'll be putting in a bunch of stuff because I kind of want one of those breeder trophies, the, the breeder awards, because I've always wanted one of those. Your wife should give you one for four kids. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> just saying. I didn't get any awards for that. You just got a cigar and said, good luck. Good luck. There I go. didn't even get that. It was more of a yelling. Lots of yelling. Lots of yelling. <laughs> or else, you know, if, if your grandmother's in a home and she's on oxygen, just swing by, say hello to her, <laughs> steal her oxygen tank, fill up your tank, and when grandma's blue, give it back to her. I'm just saying. I don't know how you get a hold of us. Rob can tell you about that. <laughs> you can't get a hold of Jim. It's just it's specifically no. through a filter. He has his people. He'll answer the question through. Them. If you're gonna get a hold of me, you need to go out and do some smoke signals out in the yard and stuff. And if I'm out in the backyard drinking beer, I'll probably see it. Or just have a big bucket of you know donut frosting for donut him. frosting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always so picked on because I'm the old guy in the podcast. But you know, no, what? no, you picked on because you're the old fat guy in the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and so stay tuned to hear what I do to Rob's house next week. <laughs> which will probably be involved fire or a payloader. So give me, <laughs> is it bad enough when I wipe, I see glitter. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's all your fault. And because of Amethyst, because we're from Minnesota, it's Prince baby, purple rain, Amethyst makes sense to me. We'll put a copy of purple rain right here. There we go. Right here. That's Jim's favorite song. He cries every time. <laughs> Rob, buddy. We're 200 miles north of Minneapolis, and I, I've got one good Prince story, and I got to tell it. You better. I got to tell it. A few years ago, uh, when I was married to my first wife, we went down to Minneapolis, and we went to a place called the Tijuana Yacht Club. We went there. It was kind of like your local Elks Club, you know, and uh, there was a band playing, and they said, hold on, we're going to get off the stage, but don't move. 30 people came on stage, moved the equipment around, and Prince came on stage in this little club. And he goes to me, or it goes to me, no. He says to everybody, he said, all right, I'm going to play you some new music. He says, if you like it, I want to know. If you don't like it, I want to know. He played three or four songs from his new album, and he finished it up with Purple Rain, and then he left. Meanwhile, we're all drinking mm. beer, mesmerized, and we're going, holy crap. I can't believe this happened in this little club. No one believes you to this day. No. It, just, I, it all happened. It was some drugs. It gets better. Of course, you've, we've been drinking beer, and everybody's like, I have to use the restroom. So we went upstairs to the restroom. We thought there's going to be less people up there after Prince got done playing. We are up there, myself and, and Steve Hagen. My friend Steve, probably about six foot three, big guy. I'm pretty pretty small. So three urinals, you guys are at, like, as dudes do, go to the opposite ends. That's right. All right. And we are there, and this, this big, 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 large black gentleman came in and said, guys, don't move. And we went crap we're gonna get rolled and prince came in right in between us and unzipped and he's looking at the wall and and uh, did you guys hum purple rain no no <laughs> steve and i are looking at each other because steve can see over the top of prince because prince is so small and i'm looking at steve steve's looking at me and steve goes great set and prince goes thanks and he zips up washes hands and left that's my prince story <laughs> so what you're saying is you mysteriously went in a bar where prince quote unquote should have played and then you had to pee with Prince. I got to pee with Prince, yes. <laughs> and, 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 and for those of you who are thinking, 
Did you look? No, I didn't look. <laughs> First thing my ex-wife said, did you look? I, no, I didn't look. Okay, so I'm, it's it's to be fair, that is the uh, obvious question that's that no one ask. should ask. No one should ever ask. So no one should. Totally ask. off topic again. Let's get back to it. And then when he gets his fish in, he puts them under a shirt and tries to dance like uh, what was it the Rockettes? Da, 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 da. What are you talking about, you nut job? I don't even understand. I don't know. Sometimes he Robbie just goes off in the deep end. <laughs> Yeah, people. This is a fine example why some animals eat their young. Right here, Robbie. Are you saying that I'm fat and delicious? <laughs> no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're delicious at all. Not even a little bit. Damn. But um, also, yeah. And maybe you should probably, you know, when you're running the microwave, close the dang door because I think the little uh, nuclear particles are getting to your brain. Hot pocket. Sounds like the big, the big uh, heist in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, when they stole Dorothy's slippers from the Wizard of Oz. Didn't that Pretty get much. found? It did in Minnesota. Yeah, down Minneapolis. Yep. <laughs> For those who are listening, Adam is from Grand Rapids, Minnesota, which is a home birthplace of uh, Judy Garland, and they had brought in the ruby red slippers. One of I think there's seven pairs of ruby red slippers. From the Wizard of Oz, and they put it on display in this small museum in Grand Rapids. And in the middle of the night, somebody had knocked out a window, walked in, and grabbed these priceless ruby red slippers, and disappeared. And it took what eight, nine years before that it was found. You mean before yeah. you dropped it off at the uh, airport? Yeah, when I was when I was done wearing them <laughs> late at night, up and down the runway. There's no place like home. And, uh, yeah, there's no place like home. No, I was wearing them, and I I kept going uh, up and down my hallway, my and I was going that. I'm too sexy for these shoes. Too sexy. I thought it was more like I'm a pretty girl, but okay. I would give you $1.50 just to get off my porch and quit selling me this crap. Come on, Jimmy. Will you buy my cookies? No, I'm not buying your cookies. Get off my porch. Well, from going in your breeding room, I've seen two males and a female. I've seen two females and a male. I've seen two females together. But then at my house, when I got a bunch of tanks, uh, we got my big tank with a bunch of angels, two, a normal pair, male and a female, bred in the corner. And on the other side of the tank, I had two males going at it. Literally a blank slate, two males melting all over it. Yeah, what happens is the hormones get fired up in that tank. And everybody goes crazy. It's like when they drop angel dust at Disco 54 back in the day in New York City when, when people were all dancing during the disco. They would actually actually drop cocaine from the ceiling so people would kind of be snorting that and getting crazy. Crazy. That explains so much of the 80s. Well, that and it's really our fault, Jimmy, because we don't have angel dust for our aquariums. We just got to stop wearing assless chaps in front of our aquarium. That's you. I don't have assless chaps, unfortunately. Well, then what's with the train whistle? Yeah, no, that's, that's another story. My God, it's got off track it quick. Usually we get 15 minutes in before this happens. So, yes, if you have gay angelfish, it's decently common. Don't uh, don't be concerned that you have uh, some. Just accept them and love them. Indeed, for the fish that they are. And you just go, oh, because snails float, and they throw it <laughs> snails in float. <laughs> when the snails well, float, snails will float. Do they you know fart I mean? in their shell and they just can't get it out? Snails <laughs> will float to travel further, and so what they do is they just grab one and they don't check it to make sure it's not dead 
throw it in the ta- in the bag. The people bring it home, throw it in their tank, and this, they have a rotting snail. And nothing stinks worse than a dead snail. I agree. Maybe a dead turtle. Then it gets their tank full of ammonia and all kinds of nastiness in the kills off your tank makes your tank full, sick with it and all kinds of stuff yeah one, and, or, uh, one or two dead yeah. snails will skunk up a tank pretty easy oh. when i when i buy mystery snails i usually get 100 125 and when i go through them i go through them with my nose i just grab them and, and i shake them you can hear like they're loose inside and most likely dead but worst of all they smell so bad that you can just pick them out out of you have 100 of them laying there on a table i'm just imagining you in a big old bag of snails going <laughs> Yeah, that one's good. It's cheaper than cocaine, dude. It's like, like you checking your underwear to make sure you can pack a bag for the week. Like, yep, that one. That one needs some. That one needs some love. Lord. All right. So sniff your snails. Don't sniff yes. your pants. Got it. There you go. All right. Mystery solved. Hey, did you guys hear about about the snail that came knocking on the door? Perhaps? No. You didn't. You didn't hear about this. So, so the, the snail came up. And knocked on, on the door, of, and, and this guy looks down and sees the snail, and he goes, why is the snail here? So he picks up the snail, and he throws it as far as he can. And about two years later, there's another knock on the door. He looks down, and it's the same snail. The snail says, what the hell is that about? You get it? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it took him two years to come back. God, you guys suck. Wow. Wow. I, if you Producer, if you don't put crickets here... <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Oh, right? that, that, is, that, is, that is a good joke. You know, it took two years for the shell. To, and, 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 and then he said, what the hell is that about? Why did you throw me? Hey, go shell yourself. Oh, jeez. Go shell yourself. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, that was a good, good snail joke. So did you guys hear about, about, about the snail that was uh, out driving around town and, and – uh, all of a sudden, a, uh, a turtle pulled up to him and mugged him. And so the police came and, and, and said to the snail, uh, can you describe the turtle? And he goes, yeah, he, he was green. He said, well, can you give me a better description than that? He said, no, it happened too fast. <laughs> oh, God. In honor of that terrible pun, <laughs> if you like what you hear you know, or don't like it and you want to tell Jimmy to uh, not make those terrible dad jokes anymore, go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com. At the bottom of the website, you can... Uh, Support our show. We have a link down there for our site. Yes, thank you for the crickets there. And it's a little late, but it's there. You can donate uh, one time or monthly. It's our replacement to Patreon. It helps support the podcast. And we again, we appreciate your your patronage. Like, subscribe, and uh, shame on you for those jokes. Those are good, clean jokes, and I I got them off the Boy Scouts uh, joke thing that they had on on the uh, internet thing. The internet thing? Yeah. The internet thing. Yeah. I want to clarify. I looked, up, I looked up snail jokes before I came over tonight. <laughs> That's why you were late. <laughs> That's why I was late, yeah. I was reading stuff on the internet. It wasn't porn. I'm taking away your phone. <laughs> you know, they're the big saltwater ocean stingrays that, I mean, they're cool, but... They make you feel like Aladdin it's... and you should ride them home? Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, they're bigger than you are. So it, oh, it that's huge. Comes... That is flat huge, let me tell you. Rob's a large man. Yeah, I don't know. An ocean stingray bigger than him. What is that laugh from? you got to help me out. That's from Fat Albert, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's Fat Albert. I, I hate my life right now.
Thank you guys again for joining this montage that we put together of celebrating 50 episodes with the Aquarium Guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play just a couple clips that have never been aired before. Just to give you a little background, one of them was an advertisement that we could not get because Adam just kept messing it up, so we had to have a little fun there. Uh, another one was us doing a sound check, so we mentioned something about sticking fish up our butts. I hope you guys enjoy. We are truly humbled again by 50 episodes. We never expected to, um, we had no expectations really. Our first time doing the podcast, like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, was just a first crack at it. And it clicked. We uh, we liked the format. It was fun. And above all, also give us a platform to share information that we thought was sheltered in the hobby. And we'll continue to unapologetically share with you insider secrets in a entertaining, fun format. We believe that the hobby is filled with a brilliant bunch of intelligent, uh, funny, and brilliant characters that need uh, their stories shown. And hopefully we'll see you at episode 100 together. Thanks again, and uh, here's your bonus clips. Don't worry, be aren't free shipping now. Franking suck ass, Frankwad, midget loving mother, Franken piece of shit, Franken denied. So, guys, welcome, and we're going to pull more fish out of Jim's ass the entire episode. It's going to be like one giant <clears throat> anal bead, and we're just going to slowly, pleasurably pull out of his anus. And then maybe slowly shove it back up and do it again, over and over. Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this. I never knew that a Minnesota accent could be so sexy until I heard Adam's voice. Go fuck yourself, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy, don't you know.